Hello and welcome to the How To Money podcast. We are a financial education podcast for young Australians aimed at opening up the conversation around money. I'm Kate and I'm here today with my co-host Susan to chat about those pesky money scams that seem to follow us around like bad smells. We're going to cover some Australian scam stats, types of scams and give you a few examples and also give you some information about protecting yourself from scams. Susan, I've been reading about scams a lot this week in preparation for this episode, and from what I can see, it looks like everyone's vulnerable to scams, not just the greedy and the gullible. Have you been scammed this year? Yes, I've been scammed for years. I hopefully haven't fallen victim to too many, but I I sometimes wonder whether we could be a victim of a scam and not even know it. They could, you know, it could be a charity, they Unfortunately, the people scam charities, you hand over money and they move on. So it might only be 100 or $200 sometimes. And uh, what's changed along the scammers, the original scams, which were what we used to call the Nigerian letters that were promising you hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> and that was pretty obvious. That, like, from Quite us, unbelievable. Yeah, or we've literally found a suitcase with your name on it at the airport <gasps> and, and pay nice. me, you know pay me $10,000 and we'll get it through customs and send it to you. So they were really big amounts, but we've noticed that the amounts involved have dropped. And sometimes they're, of course, not about getting money. It's about um, an upfront fee or, or fear. You know, you, you owe the tax office. That's a really nasty one that mm. hits people very indiscriminately. Yeah. So they can be phone calls. They can be emails. They can be social media scams, and we can talk about some of those. So any way of of communicating is now open to scams. Mm. I think a big part of it is sort of receiving offers that seem too good to be true. Well, they're at least the easy ones. Yeah, to spot. You know, you've won a lottery, and I'm like, well, I haven't actually entered any lotteries, so that's really interesting. Mm. Or your Bitcoin wallet is full, and there's $1,000 in it, and I'm going... I've never done anything with Bitcoin, so what's that about? And I haven't even pursued it to find out how they're going to make money out of me. Um, Sometimes it's obvious how they're going to try and take money, but other times it's a bit more subtle. Yeah, and scammers have got sort of really clever in the last sort of few years using new technology and products and services to make the scam so much more believable. Yeah, and and now with the the, uh, new software coming out that can... Um, go through all your Instagram, um, Facebook, LinkedIn type information that you've communicated with the world, pull all that together and get a really good profile of you so they know whether you like dogs or cats or this football team and what your middle name is and how many children you have. So when they approach you, they've tailored it very cleverly during due to their software to make it seem a lot more legitimate or someone that really does know you or knows which bank account you belong to and all those sort of things. Mm. And I was also reading last year the uh, government scam watch program received um, over 200,000 reports about scams. Yeah. And, and then, that's only the reported ones. Yeah. I don't bother reporting, I, I must admit, because I'm going, well, you know, somebody would have already done that because... Mm. I'm assuming they're blankets, they're they're ringing through great big databases, they're emailing thousands of people, Um, they're even texting now scams about you lottery wins. I got a mobile text the other day. (laughs) 
So yeah. be careful. And I think, and it's the crazy stat that I saw was that these losses that have been reported, these are the reported ones to um, government scam agencies, sort of watching programs, totaled over $300 million. I know that's, that's that's an incredible amount, <laughs> and and the most money of this, going out of the country, most of it too. Yeah, most of this was from sort of investment scams, and one what I was surprised a bit about was dating and romance scam yeah. category, and that's that's big, and that's been around for a while. Where they they troll you onto the internet, or if you're on a dating website, pretend to be obviously someone else, and you can be anyone mm. on a dating website, as we know. They say, oh, we need money to help our family or yeah, get come once, back from overseas. So it's a slow burn type scam. They don't ask yeah. you the first time they met you. They, the, they invest in you. That, yeah, that scam yeah. invests in you. Invest in you, emotionally tied into you. They send you nice photos. They often tell you they're working in a defence force area or they're overseas. Um, and working, you know, in our war zone, so you might feel more empathy, or you think if they work for a military or a charity overseas, they're sort of more legit than just I'm a complete random person somewhere in the world. Yeah. And then you know they've got trouble coming home; they don't have a big income, um, and you really feel involved with them, and they need money to pay their way or get out of their commitments and things like that. So these are long-term issues, and uh, I feel very sorry. And you know, people who know about scams mm. think, no, this is this time it's different. This is a real person because they're so clever. And that those type of scams affect you more than just financially; yeah. they yeah. emotionally feel, and you feel really, really um, vulnerable afterwards. You distrust people, unfortunately. But there's even a worse side effect afterwards. You know what happens next. Once you realise it's a scam, what happens? You get approached by other people who say okay. they will help you. So you've lost money, you're really annoyed, you're really angry, you want to do something <laughs> and about then it. And the person sitting next to the scammer, the yep. scammer number two, comes and says, oh, I can help you find yep. scammer number one. Yes. Just send me a little bit of money. And, send uh, me money. Well, well you've already invested, you know, maybe tens of thousands. You know, for a little bit more, we'll try and track it down. We'll try and report this person to the police. We'll try and find their right identity. We'll track them down to whichever... You know, they'll tell you it's a foreign country they live in. Um, and you're so cross and angry that you want them brought to justice. You want them caught. And you pay again for the next scammer who then says, oh, terribly sorry, we can't get to them. They've run away. They've moved country and things like that. And that's just, you know, we don't think like that. So we don't actually realise that people could be manipulating us so cleverly. Mm. Yeah, Scary, scary prospects. <laughs> yeah. And so I think we'll just now talk about a few different key types of scams. Okay. Um, one of them is the money transfer request scam. So often you'll be promised uh, huge rewards if you help someone by transferring them money or paying uh, money some fees. Mm. Um, they're also called the Nigerian scams as well. Um, yeah. And, and so they're looking to use your bank account for to hide money laundering. Um, banks in Australia are getting much better at that. It doesn't mean they'll catch everyone, but you might get a call from your bank to say they've had to shut it down or freeze your funds or something because they can often see there's a small test run to see that it goes through mm. the system. And it but, comes but from if you're odd sending countries. someone else money, mm. then... Yeah, so they might have targeted someone who does a lot of international. It's harder to pick up. But if 
If a bank says this is a really unusual pattern for you and they've seen some money flow through um, from certain countries and then through to another country and then they can often target that and they see the really big amounts uh, follow. Yeah. So so we are working in that area, you'll see in the Australian banking system, but it doesn't mean we're going to catch mm. everyone because they'll just come up with a new way around the system. And uh, Scamwatch says one of the recent scams of this type used actually ASIC um, letterheads and sort of sent you letters mm. like they were from ASIC, ASIC. Um, saying that you need yeah. to pay this money now Yes, to yes. receive this money. So. They, they tried to make you believe that you're actually receiving the money from Yes, well, that, that's that's the sort of, you know, you, you pay a little bit for a lot more and that's that's mm. more traditional um, and that should always make you, you worried um, that, you know, for a very small yeah. sum you could get a bigger bigger gain. But, but if, somewhat cleverer, it's more just a fine, so it doesn't mm. seem as, as potentially a scam. Or the other one, um, we had an interesting one, and I found out it's quite common. I put something on one of the um, free websites. You know, I think I was renting out a, a home or a house or something, and we got a what appeared, of course, a legitimate. I want to come and rent. I'll pay you, you know, six months in advance, but I need to transfer some, uh, you know, some clothing items. And would you pay it in Australian dollars because I'm overseas somewhere? And, and I'm going, why, why are they doing all this? And then I realised that's quite a common scam. You pay a small amount up front on the hope that they're going to rent your house or whatever and they will be wow. legitimate. Mm. Um, and um, they just work on, on mass. And apparently anyone that lists um, gets, gets one of these. Wow. So, you know, we'll pay for the transport. And then when we receive the goods... If you pay up front the transport costs, we'll pay the whole thing. So then mm. we'll pay transport plus. So you might be selling a car or a, or a larger item. You pay for the transportation to another state and then uh, the idea is you get the full money, which of course you don't. I mean, there, there's a scam for everything. It everyone. Is. There's scams designed for everyone now. Yeah, and, and they we're know just how not to target keeping up you with and it. Push your buttons and. Mm. Mm. Um, they're not always obvious. No, like, yeah, no, they're no longer saying you'll get a hundred million dollars. No. They're saying, "Oh, here's fifty dollars." Yeah, yep. Or give just... us your bank details. We'll send you fifty, and then yep. once they've and, got your details again, once so some of them not asking for details, they just ask for money. But others ask for the details, mm. and if they've trawled through your uh, websites, they can probably work out your password and uh, and link the two things together. So often um, banks get caught with people having all your details and then asking to reset the passwords because, you know, I've forgotten my password. So that's yeah. another way around it on your phone banking system. Mm. And they reset your password and then clear your money out very quickly. Mm. And I think one of the scams I was reading about, which is the ATO scam, so mm. the taxation office, and mm. I was actually, I sort of um, saw that myself this year when very close to tax time, the someone claiming to be from the ATO mm. called me up and said, uh, you've filled in your tax wrong, you owe us $1,000, let's say, and uh, you need to transfer it to this money right now or debt collectors are going to be yeah, we'll on your front mm. door the next day. And, I mean, it, they'd say it in a very threatening voice. Yeah. But, I mean, I yeah, I knew I'd done everything right, but it does an old woman I know, and, uh, and, and they scare them and, and 
you know, a woman said, oh, I've got this, this message from the tax office. And I thought, that's very odd because I know she uses a tax accountant. And yes, it, it was a very frightening call for a, for a little, um, yeah. you know, an aged person. And they do it right around tax time. So you, you're like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. And of did, course, you think, do I've done wrong. something wrong. You know, you look like, oh, didn't I pay my tax on time? So, yeah, it, it really does push a lot of um, buttons and it's yeah. very hard now to know who's legit. You, mm. you might have a legitimate um, uh, charity ring you up for yeah. a donation. And I know now I only deal with the ones that I know ring me up once a year and tell me how many years I've been donating to them and how much I gave them last year. So they've got a full history of me. Um they send me a certificate. Well, I hope that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe they're, they're scammers. They were saying in the stats that still a lot of the scams happen over the phone. Yes, yes. They're giving, you don't know. Who yeah, you're we give to. our credit cards over I the mean, phone. At least sometimes with, you can go onto the official charity's website and make your donation that way. But if it's over the phone and mm. you're just giving them your card details, well, mm. they mm. can have a field day if it's someone a bit dodgy. Mm. So that's, that's a better way if you're dealing with a charity. You can yeah. do a monthly. A small amount, and then you know it's it's going straight through. You get a tax receipt for it, um, and it's probably a much safer and regular way for for both the charity and yourself. And uh, it's all recorded with uh, proper receipts. Mm. And I think the the last thing I wanted to touch upon with the types of scams are those investment scams. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not. You might not have seen them much of them yet because mm. they're not the ones you see in your email box every day and they're not always the one calling you um but it's actually one of the biggest areas of scams so mm. it's just um it's important to remember that if it sounds too good to be true it probably is mm. and and i think every time we look at investment and we'll talk a bit more about investments of course next year but we've really got to ask you know how are they making money What's in it for them? Obviously, they've a legitimate investment. They've got to make money. You've got to make money. But um, you, how do you know that you've sent it to the organisation? Because they could be pretending they're from a very legitimate organisation. That's not. And you know the other thing with a lot of um, banks and investment companies, people scam their whole website. So you mm. think you've gone on to, to your normal website. Yeah, yep. website and they're not. Or, of course... We get the emails that said, you know, I'm from your bank, you know, click through to, you yeah, know, and then you put in your internet banking details and bang, they've yeah. got your details. So you always go banks back. Banks don't often send you links in the email. They no. say go onto the website yeah. then log they in. They always say never log through. Yeah. Because um, a link could take you to something and the address could be just one, yeah, so one letter look, different look and you think it says your financial institution's address, but it's slightly different. It's slightly different. They've added an extra letter because often your eyes just glance over it. and. Mm. Yeah, um, so never never click through a link, and we always yeah. got viruses in there as well, another issue. But uh, always go to the legitimate website or ring up your bank's um, normal number that you might ring up mm. for queries. Or, of course, go into a branch. <laughs> always be another option. I did find it quite funny that they, they did mention on the Scamwatch website that if they're telling you you're going to be a millionaire in a few years... Uh, it's probably a scam. <laughs> yeah. And, and unfortunately, they can be property scams. They can be yeah. quick fix scams, high interest rates, high returns. Um, so we all like to think we are going to be the genius to make that really quick profit very quickly. Mm. 
and triple our money in a few months and all that but it's it's very few and far between yes. trust me there so yeah so they're often not appearing too over the top yeah. so they've got a much better chance of luring you in if they don't promise you too much yeah. because then your little alarm bells should be ringing mm. yeah um and sort of when we're looking at the lines of protecting yourself from these scams uh, some of the some of the tips that I have taken from the Scamwatch website are to be alert to the fact that scams exist. Yeah, well, that's a good. Start. You need to actually think about it. Yeah, um, and, and 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 acknowledge that you can be as vulnerable as the next person. Yeah, uh, know who you're dealing with mm-hmm. when you're sending money anywhere, giving your bank details, giving your personal details. Mm, Make sure you know card. who you're dealing mm-hmm. with, um, and why you're actually giving them your details. Why is this person asking for my bank details? Yeah, and and a good way also is of course ring them back because a lot of the scam numbers turn up on your phone, and uh, if you ever ring them back, they say the number doesn't exist anymore or things like that. Mm. So, uh, one of my ways is I never take a phone call on my mobile unless I know who it is. Yeah. And of course, you can get new people. Of course, you can. But any legitimate person will leave your phone and say, you know, I'm so and so, call I'm you back calling later. you back about an investment or something. And then you've got at least mm. some chance it doesn't eliminate all. Yeah. But they might have an investment, um, they might have a website, and you know, you can always go on to who called me. And there's a lot yeah. of. Um, you trace the call back, and on, often on people the... will comment if it is a scam yes. caller. And that's one of the things I do a lot when I find oh, one number just keeps calling me. I'll always go and look and see mm. if it's a scam. That's what I did when I had the ATO scam. I searched that number mm. back and they said it said a lot of people had actually yeah. been contacted by and that scam. And you can scam. block them, of course, on your phone. Yeah. Just yeah. Use um, yeah, the next ones don't open suspicious texts, pop up windows or emails mm. and just delete yeah. them. Yep, yep. Don't link. If someone important, they'll try and contact you again. Yeah. Um, keep your personal details and your electronic devices secure. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just give them out to everybody. No, no. Um, beware of unusual payment methods. So that's actually quite a key one mm-hmm. to look for because mm-hmm. they might be asking you to send the money on a prepaid gift card. Yep. Yes, or, which um, you can't track They've that. said some are like iTunes gift cards. They've yep. asked for like $100 of iTunes gift oh, cards. Okay. Yep. Um, or yeah. a str- like a Western Union strange yeah, money yeah. transfer that you've yeah. never heard of yeah, before. You pay me first and then I'll pay you. Mm. Yeah, I think sort of I was reading some of them are now sort of scams using Bitcoin, like they want you to pay them in Bitcoin, and that is that is hard to yep. track. Yep. Um, and sort of beware of any requests for your personal details or money. That's going back to the why, why, do the, why are they asking for my money, yes. why are they asking for my details. Yep. Um, a great resource that I've found all about this is by the ACCC that they have a good book called The Little Black Book of Scams. Okay. And they regularly update that and that's free to download. Uh, so we've included a link to that in the show notes and I urge you to have a brief read of that. Just keep it on your phone yeah. and just refer back to it if you ever uh, have any questions because that really covers yeah. everything. There's some great books on scams and swindles through the ages and you'd be surprised. Scams have been going on for, for thousands of years and how inventive they've been. So please, yeah. they're not new. People will be very creative yeah. and the whole point of a scam is that it's never to look like a scam. So they yeah. always look trustworthy. They sound successful if you're speaking to a business person. Um 
very sophisticated banks have been scammed over years um governments have been scammed so please we're all very vulnerable to being yeah. scammed and we probably have all going to be scammed sometime in our life we might never know which <laughs> might make us feel better because we never know we were scammed so really don't assume it's going to be obvious don't assume it's all going to be asking me for large amounts of money yeah and uh, don't assume it won't happen to you and because please, it could well it will it, it may have already happened yes it may have already happened and we just uh, don't know it yet in that sense um and and so if you have been scammed really a good place to start is contacting your financial institution asking yep. them can they do anything to help yes can they freeze a payment or maybe yeah. or oh, we freeze your cards about that one that one one of those shopping ones of course that's another sort of half legitimate i don't know if it's officially a scam where they promise you for a small fee a, a sample or a trial and you think you're getting something for free but mm. if you read the fine print then it says how we're going to hit your bank card <laughs> that's a big thing of not reading the fine print yeah. there you're like oh i'm gonna get something for free yeah, but and you're just every signing is 100 us dollars if you have through. to put your credit card details in for something that's free, free. Then it's not free. Oh, but that's only for the postage. They want you to pay for the, that two dollars. If you're for putting postage. your credit card details in, they've got a ongoing yeah. motive and then direct debit. I have been your... caught by that. Yes, and yeah. then suddenly you're going, I got a second sample. Why didn't yeah. I didn't order this? And then you go back and read, you know, a hundred dollars a month, and you go, ah. Oh. So I think that's a case of being sucked in more than a scam because yeah. it's it's all there in the front print. They're probably a very fine print, but when they advertise it, it's yeah. just, like just remember free, but if it's, it's free. Ask what's the catch? Yes, and if it's and you're quite right. Um, I put in my yeah. I put in my credit card details for that jolly. Yes, yeah, so I remember postage. you doing that. I yeah. thought that was a bit silly. Uh, well, then um, that's the other thing. Think about if you're using credit or debit cards and you're going online like I stupidly was. Um, use another card. Yeah, often a debit card because you can just control the amount of money in yeah. that, and, and you so can they easily go to your bank account and there's nothing take all there. your money out of your debit card. Yeah, then. so. You can have a simple debit card. Um, make sure it's highly visible, the transactions. Yeah. So hopefully... On, Don't on give a, them the details to your life savings app account. Or, your, or your phone or something so you can look at it. Yeah. And then check and mm. then go, oh, you know, who hit that card? I haven't given anyone those details. So keep a record very clearly of who's using that card, which online sites you're using yeah. it. And then make sure you look at it every couple of days if you only go back and look at it you know six weeks later you might find all sorts of things gone through and it's too late to cancel mm. so be really careful who you're giving those cards out online or yes once they've got your details they can uh, keep yeah. keep yes. pulling more and more money out of it yeah and then another important thing is if you have been scammed to report the scam and you can visit the scam watch website to do that and i've included the link in the show notes as well if you want to have a look at what they can do to help. Yeah. Also, the last sort of point is avoid follow-up scams, which we mentioned before. Yes. Because even though scammers know you're never going to get your money back, they're still going to try and get more money out of yeah, you. Yeah, it's because they know, well, got And you often once. you're in a very vulnerable position then. Yeah, so. you're angry, you're cross, and you want to try and do something. And you really hate the thought that they've taken all this money um, from you and there's really not a thing you can do. And if it's gone offshore, the chances are there's very yeah, limited recourse. The government be. probably can do very little about yeah. it yeah. as well. Yeah, so it's better to be educated and forewarned than chase the fact. Yeah. So I definitely recommend you check out some of the resources that mm -hmm. I've linked to in the show mm -hmm. notes below 
uh, it's definitely something you want to be more educated about and aware of so you can sort of see it happening and warn your friends and family about it. Yep. And they'll come in, they'll come in seasons, you know. It used to be the letters and then emails and links and then social media. And as people get aware of that, they'll move on to another type of scam, which we have no idea about, but they will keep thinking they're just more creative than the rest of us in this yes case, unfortunately yeah. so we can't build our defenses until we see the next scam. yeah and just keep watch of um, scam watch always publishing the latest scams that have happened so you just just keep aware of it and like don't stress about it too much but just keep it in the back of your yeah. mind and yep. stay aware you've been listening to the how to money podcast